Hey, podcast friends, are you or someone you know in need of some custom college gear? Prep Sportswear carries a wide variety of college fan gear and apparel, including T-shirts, sweatshirts, hoodies, hats, and so much more. So whether you're getting ready to go to the game, hanging out on campus, organizing a college bed decorating party, or you're simply looking to build upon your college gear, Prep Sportswear has you covered. Check out our Prep Sportswear affiliate partnership link in the show notes for all the details. As an affiliate partner with Prep Sportswear, the podcast does receive a small commission if you make a purchase. But rest assured that we would only promote products that we believe in and feel that would benefit our listeners. And now, back to the show. Welcome to The Cap, the College Admissions Process Podcast. I am your host, John Durante, and it gives me great pleasure to introduce to you today Lori Wax, who's the director of New York Recruitment at Penn State. Lori was with us for episode nine, which was specific to Penn State. She also came back during a panel discussion in episode 50. Today, it also gives me great pleasure to introduce again, Kate Anderson, who's the Associate Director of Admissions at SUNY Oswego. Kate was here for episode 15, which was specific to SUNY Oswego, and she also joined me during episode 58 for a conversation related to the Common App. Today, it gives me great pleasure to introduce both Lori and Kate, who are here to speak specifically about the college essay. So thank you so much for being here. Let's get right to the questioning. Question number one for Lori, can you share your perspective on the importance of the college essay in the admissions process? And how much weight does it typically carry in your overall evaluation of an application? Again, we're going to start with you, Lori. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much, John. It's a pleasure to be here again um, and very excited to talk to you about the college essay, which is the part of the application that frequently gives students a lot of pause and a little bit of stress. But um, it's, as an admissions counselor, our favorite part of the application. It is the one opportunity that you as a student has to speak directly to the person reading your application. It's the one place where we really hear your voice talking about you telling your story in a way that is different than what we see from your transcript or from the recommendations we get um, or for other, you know, other aspects of your application. As far as its importance, um, that really depends. And every school is a little bit different in how they evaluate applications. Um, at Penn State, even within Penn State, we have differences in how we evaluate um you know, applications. Uh, for the most part, the essay is going to be something that it, it's not going to make up for a, your academic record if it's not a strong academic record. But all things being equal, it could be something that puts you over the, the edge. For certain programs like our honors college, it is absolutely going to be the factor that is most considered after everybody else who's in the pool is probably comparable academically. Um, and it is, again, it's your chance to speak directly to us. Well, we appreciate that, Lori. Thank you so much. And Kate, welcome back. What are your thoughts on the same question? I think Lori said everything perfectly. 
every piece of the application is important. And you really never know what's going to catch the eye of someone or a committee who's reading your, your application. So it is a chance to shine. Uh, I read today in an article that 23% of schools consider the essay to be of considerable importance. So this is something that, that could be the deciding factor. But luckily, uh, it's something that students get to choose what they write, and they are the experts because they know themselves best. Well, we appreciate that. And obviously, there's different parts of the application. There's the academic part, the non-academic part. And each piece we talk a lot about during the episodes has to build on the next, right? The transcript is the academic portion. The activity sheet is what you do outside of the classroom. That essay, as you said it, Lori, it's the student's opportunity to give their voice, right? To give their application a voice. And so it really is an important piece of the overall application, which I know everyone talks about how you review it holistically. So as a follow-up, what should students be aware of and try to achieve when getting started with their essays in terms of being mindful of what you as the college admissions representatives are trying to gain from the essay portion of that application? So this time, Kate, we'll start with you. Sure. Well, as, as Lori said, the point of the college essay is for students in their own voices to tell their story. So it's, it's an opportunity to highlight an achievement or, or talk about something they're really passionate about. Sometimes they're explaining a situation. Uh, you're trying to market yourself to colleges, right? You're, this is your, your application. I wouldn't worry so much about what we want to know because really what we want to know is whatever the applicant wants to tell us. What he <laughs> or she thinks their application wouldn't be you know, completely without because the application your college application has a lot to do with numbers but the essays where we get to go beyond those numbers and, and really get get the, the story see the person behind those numbers well we appreciate that and Lori, same question for you so I think Kate really covered that um, again it's just a chance for us to get to know you in a way that we wouldn't otherwise know you so the important thing to remember is, include things that we can't see other places. I, you know, I don't need to hear how you're doing in a certain class because I'll see that on your transcript. But, um, or you know, I don't need a laundry list of your activities because I'll see that on your resume. However, if there's something specific or more detailed information you want to give about something, that's a great opportunity to do that. Well, that's terrific. And what advice do you have in terms of how can students choose a compelling and unique topic for their college essay and what advice do you have for students who struggle to identify a topic that stands out from the rest? So I love this question because I think it is such a common issue for students that are embarking on writing their essays. And I think if you continue to search for the perfect topic, it's just going to make it worse. Pick a few different things that you're interested in or that you might think could be a good possible topic. And Start writing. Start writing about something you're passionate about. Start writing about something that's unique in your family or your culture or something that's something that you're considering writing about. As you start to write, something is going to take a little bit more than the other. Something is just going to flow a little bit better. So I would say don't put yourself in the situation where you're thinking, I have to choose the perfect topic. Start writing. It's an evolution. It's not going to happen in one shot. It's going to be a journey. So just start writing. And those other essays that you might end up writing in the process will probably be put to good use at some point for another essay somewhere else. <laughs> and Kate, what are your thoughts? 
So the essay prompts, there's seven of them on the common application. They don't change very often. They're already out for next year. So one of one piece of advice I have for students is to literally read them over before they go to sleep. Just make yourself read, maybe read them out loud, just as you should read your essay draft out loud. And just let it percolate overnight. I, I think sometimes you wake up and, and something comes to mind. If you are still stuck, reach out to friends and family. I think one of the things that happens is students, they may be really extraordinarily good at something, but because they've done that thing, maybe it's riding horses, you know, since they were four, they just think it's normal. <laughs> but so if you ask your friends and family, hey, what do you think's kind of neat or interesting about me? What do you think I should write about? Uh, they could be very helpful. They may give you give you some ideas. Remember, also, you could just take one minute and write down things that you love. What do you love in life? Any one of the things you write down would be a great, interesting essay, maybe a chance to write about something a little different. And they're always the, the last prompt is you can send in anything you want. So you could even send in something you've already written. So students have that in their back pocket and they shouldn't be too stressed about the topic, but you know, don't waste the opportunity and uh, to not tell us something interesting about yourself. Absolutely. And on the theme of standing out, one of the things that we heard over and over again in the podcast episodes is that if you want to stand out, as you guys know, reps sometimes read 40 or 50 essays a day, <laughs> athletic injuries and even essays about a grandparent, those are, from what I know, based on the conversations, the two most written about topics in terms of the college essay world. So students, if you want to stand out, perhaps consider doing something different than an athletic injury or writing about a grandparent. Is that correct? Would you say, Kate and Lori? Absolutely. I, I, <laughs> there are Sports are important to people. Grandparents are wonderfully important people in your, in your life. And it doesn't mean that there's no bad essay, but there are essays that are done in more interesting ways. There was an essay a few years ago, talked about baseball, but it was written from the perspective of the ball. Being the one that was different, right? <laughs> or if, right. It, where students go wrong with a grandparent essay is that they, we want to admit your grandma because she sounds great, <laughs> but we need to know why your grandmother is so special to you. What did you learn from her? Why? Why is it, Laura? What do you think? No, I'm agreeing 100% because it, you know, grandparents do often have a huge impact on students. And it's great to tell us about that. And everybody's situation and what their relationship with their grandparent is is different. Just make sure if you're writing about your grandparent that it's really writing about the impact on you and how you are who you are because of this person. Um, because we do read about a lot of phenomenal grandparents. But again, what we really <laughs> want to read about is you. I want to welcome back Sean Patel, who is the founder and CEO of Prep Expert. He's a Shark Tank entrepreneur making a deal with Mark Cuban back in 2016. And he's also a board certified dermatologist who received a perfect score on his SAT. Sean, welcome back. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me back, John. So I just wanted to share with all your listeners real quick that we have an amazing partnership with the College Admissions Process Podcast, and we have a really special offer for all of your listeners. So for any listener who wants to enroll their student into one of our prep expert SAT courses, ACT courses, or one-on-one -on -one tutoring programs, you can get 30% off just for being a listener of the College Admissions Process Podcast. All you need to do is put in the promo code COLLEGETALK, 
one word, just college talk, and that'll give you 30% off all prep expert SAT courses, ACT courses, or one-on-one -on -one tutoring packages. Make sure you use the link in the show notes of the College Admissions Process Podcast. Thank you, Sean. We really appreciate it. To our listeners, as an affiliate partner with Prep Expert, I want to be transparent with you that for every purchase made using our coupon code, which is College Talk, the College Admissions Process Podcast will receive a small commission from Prep Expert. But rest assured that we only promote programs that we believe in and feel would benefit our listeners. So whether you're preparing for the SAT, ACT, or need a one on one tutor, Prep Expert has the tools and expertise to help you. For more information, please see the Prep Expert affiliate partnership link in the show notes. And now let's get back to the show. Well, terrific. And so in terms of storytelling, what role does storytelling play in a college essay and how can students effectively use storytelling techniques to engage the reader, which of course is both of you and others, and leave a lasting impression. Kate, let's start with you. What's the, the adage, if you take a writing course, show, don't tell. You know, the, the <laughs> language you use is important. I'd say put yourself in the, the shoes of the reader. When, when you pick up a book, you'll read that, a first line of a book and you're either going to be instantly grabbed, instantly interested, you're, you're excited for what comes next. And other times you read a first sentence and you think, this is going to be a slog. <laughs> I, I, how am I going to get through this book? So this essay... You know, we have 250 to 650 words. They're, these are not that long, but there is space to tell a great story. So you want to grab your reader. You want to spend a lot of time. Your first line that you end up with and your final may not be the, the first line you, you write when you sit down to draft your essay. Writing an essay is an iterative process, right? You write a draft, you write a better draft, you write an even better draft. I think one of the things that makes the essay hard is that you could read it a hundred times and change one word here and one word there. So is there a perfect essay? Of course there's not, because you could probably <laughs> always make it a, a little bit better. But do think about the story that you've told. Have you grabbed your reader? And a lot of essays just trail off or they give someone else the last word. They end with a quotation. You know, I, I'm sure Aristotle was brilliant, but I don't need to hear what he said. I want to hear what, what you think. Uh, students sometimes, so uh, I think that, that grabbing your reader, not trailing off at the end, uh, and just, is it a good story? Are, are you interested in what you've written? If you're not, then chances are I won't be either. <laughs> well, that's great advice. Lori, same question. So uh, absolutely. And to follow up on what Kate said about show, don't tell, it is always the anecdotes and the specific stories that we remember. Uh, that is what I will take away from any essay that I'm reading. So, you know, instead of just saying, I, I like this, or I do this, or I am, you know, this is how I'm, this is my character, give a specific example. It, it always makes the essay come alive to us. Well, I appreciate that in terms of what you're saying, give specific examples. And Kate, you talked about putting yourself in the shoes of the reader. Another theme in many of the episodes has been, students, if someone reads your essay and they haven't learned anything new about you, then it's a missed opportunity, right? If you're a soccer player and your activity sheet is full of all the great things that you did within the game of soccer, and your essay talks about how you're a soccer player, Again, missed opportunities. So like the ladies have said, put yourself in the shoes of the reader. Very important with that essay that they're learning 
not only something new, but a lot of things new about you that they're not able to see so easily in other parts of the application. So we appreciate that, Laurie and Kate. And so if a school asks for a supplemental essay, what can you share in terms of what they are looking for that's not necessarily evident in the personal statement? Laurie, we'll start with you on this question. So I love this question too, and it actually kind of follows up on what we were just talking about um, in that most students are pretty multifaceted. And so it just is an opportunity for you to tell us something else because again, soccer and soccer player, we know that, but there's got to be more that you like and more that you're interested in. The, the thing about the supplemental essay is for schools that do offer them, sometimes they're even more valuable to the admissions counselor than the the general essay, because oftentimes these supplemental essays are very specific. They have specific prompts. They're either a prompts that a university is using because they want to get to know a student you know, on a certain level, or they want to understand how a student thinks, and they're comparing other students answering the same question. But oftentimes they're about why this school? And it's your chance to show, and that is probably the most common supplemental question. And it is your chance to say, why do I belong at your school? What am I going to contribute? What do I expect to get out of your school? And what's really important with those questions is don't waste that opportunity by saying, well, it's a beautiful campus and a great football team. Um, There are so (laughs) many things that you're going to take advantage of at a school, whether it's a class you're interested in taking, a particular program, a professor that's doing research that you've read about. And you can get all of this information on websites. It's not, I mean, if you can visit better yet and you can talk about um, people that you met at school and a club you learned about that you would definitely participate in if you went to that school, but you can do all of this research online. You can speak to alumni if you can, and just get to know what it is that you would offer to the school and what you would take advantage of. Well, we appreciate that, Lori. Kate, same question. Supplemental essays, uh, we don't have them at SUNY Oswego, you, but a number of very selective schools do. They'll have both supplemental essays and short answer questions. Stanford has eight of them. You know, so <laughs> I think where sometimes students need to realize, they need to know that they have to write these. They spend a lot of time on their main essay. They polish that. They're happy with their essay. You don't want to find out the day before the application deadline that you have these other pieces of writing that, as Lori said, may be even more important to the school you're applying to. So right. you need to give them the same respect, you know, at the same time, you you want to craft your answers very, very carefully. Uh, so, so you're not rushed because you're not going to have a, a great product. Uh, we always say, proofread, don't just spell check. You <laughs> do not want to be sending a school an essay and leave the last school's name in. That happens a lot. I used to work at Columbia Law School and people would write and say, oh, it's my first choice and I can't wait to be in New Haven next year. And you knew that they just sent that same you know, email to, to Yale. So you need to be very, very careful. And as Lori said, you you do not need to to fly across the country to go see a school. There is plenty of information to be had online by talking to maybe talk to someone who went to that school. Maybe that's one of the reasons you're interested. So make it personal. Show that you've done your research. Again, you're making these let me in. If you impress them with, with something that you've learned about their school or, or really 
a really well-crafted explanation of why you want to be there or why you think you should be there, it, it could be you know a thumb on the scale. Well, that's great advice. And I love, Kate, that you talked about how the supplemental essay may be more important than the general essay in an application process. And I say that because another thing that came up in the podcast episodes is the fact that a lot of times students will see the supplemental and they just spent so much time on their general essay that they get frustrated, they get annoyed, and they rush through the supplemental, which is a big mistake. Going back to what Lori said, typically the question is, why enter school, right? So for example, why Penn State? And it's really students an opportunity where in your essay, you're given voice and insight in terms of who you are as a person, right? Your personality, perhaps something happened, your thought process, how you reflected, how you grew from whatever it is that you're writing from. But that supplemental essay, it's really you demonstrating your understanding of the institution. So for example, why Penn State? If you're able, I would imagine, Lori, right, and I'm going to come to you right after this. So if you're able to articulate a program or programs or something going on on their campus that they were able to observe during a visit or maybe during their research, and if they're able to articulate a, a specific program and how they see themselves there and what they see themselves majoring in and how they're going to contribute, I would imagine that that's a nice piece to see in someone's overall application. Am I correct, Lori? Absolutely. Absolutely. In this, in the case of Penn State, and this might be the case with other universities, we have an optional supplemental essay. So it is optional. Right. And there are times that it is not going to be a factor at all. But in those cases where it could be a factor, certainly the student that took the time to show why they were interested, to actually just show that they're interested and do their research, it absolutely can you know, be one other way that you set yourself apart in this process. Well, that's terrific. Thank you so much for the insight. And the next question is, can you share an example of an essay that really stood out? And what was it about the essay that made it so memorable? Lori, let's start with you on this question. Uh, so there are so many essays that that do stand out. Um, I think that you know one I remember is some one that a student wrote um, about the advantages that she had coming from a family where the parents were divorced and how she took advantage of these two different worlds that she went between and she all the benefits that she had from you know getting to experience where her father lived and and. His, her family with him, and then on the opposite side, the different life that was at her mother's. And I just, it stood out to me because that is something that is so frequently, you know, very hard for students. It's a very difficult situation. And oftentimes I'm reading essays from students that are angry about it and they're, um, you know, just it's impacted them negatively, which is completely understandable. But what stood out about this student was she was taking truly taking lemons and making lemonade and really showing how, you know, she had a positive outlook and just making the best of a tough situation. So, and there are so many others. I mean, I remember one, I think um, Kate and I both got to read this essay, but it was about a student who talked about different books that she read throughout her life and the different stages in her life and how the books that she had read kind of applied to those parts of her life, those stages in her life. And that also really, really stood out. So there's no one set thing that's going to stand out. That's the beauty of these essays. There's not one thing that's better than anything else. It's really what you do with, uh, you know, your story. Well, we appreciate that, Lori and Kate. Same question. 
Yes, you can stand out for great reasons, and sometimes the essays stand up because they, they maybe didn't quite hit the mark. Um, there's so many wonderful essays about, and they tend to be about sort of quirky things, and at least the ones that I sort of love the most. Shoe size, curly hair, which I do not have, but, uh, you know, riding the subway to, to get to school, the stops. Uh, one, The one I think that, that really stuck out to me recently, it was actually a couple of years ago, but a student, it was a student from Long Island, and the first line of her essay said, I am so envious of shrimp. Now, I read about 2,500 applications this year alone, and I've been in admissions a long time. I've never read a first line like that. I No pun intended, but I was hooked. Where was the student going with this? I had no idea. Well, she went on to say, I don't even know if this, this is true. I did not Google it. The, the shrimp eyes can see 17 times the number of color as human eyes. And this student was passionate about art and loved color. And she was an artist. It happened to be what she wanted to study in school, which so that is the case in this essay, though, again, your essay doesn't have to be about that. But so she envied shrimp, this, this ability to, to see a world with so many different colors. I thought it was creative. I've never seen anything like it. Uh, the, the whole essay was was well written. And, you know, you put an essay like that down, you, you just want to pull for that student. Luckily, she was admissible. So, <laughs> but I would have gone to bat for her anyway. Well, that's awesome. That's awesome. I really appreciate that example. And what would you say are some of the do's of college essay writing? And of course, I'll follow that up with what are some of the essay writing don'ts? So for this one, Kate, we're going to start with you. Sure. Okay. So I'll do the do's and, and Laurie will do the don'ts maybe. Or we'll, okay. we'll both chime in. That's right. uh, both very, very important. Uh, cardinal rule, you have to answer the, the essay prompt. So you whatever that, that prompt you chose, remember you could choose number seven and submit anything you want. But if you are, have chosen to write about overcoming an obstacle, your essay should include an example <laughs> of you overcoming an obstacle. It sounds ridiculous, but not everyone answers the prompt. So that's something we'll know which prompt you chose. So you want to consider that carefully and make sure to answer the question. It is very important to stay within the word count. You must write at least 250 words on the common application, and you cannot write more than 650. It will cut off. If you try to cut and paste something that's 660 words, those last 10 words, which could be super important, will be cut off. You don't worry about the length of your essay when you're first writing, because remember, we're going to draft and draft again and go back and edit it and maybe have someone else read it. Uh, and you can always make that language you know, tighter and, and better, but you have to stay within the word count. We'll say it 100 times, proofread, don't just spell check. Spell check is not your friend when you know uh, the difference between a, a coma and a comma is one letter, but they're very different things. Uh, I always talk about the article about Ruth Gator Ginsburg, which you know, her maiden name was Bader, but Gator is a word. So words will not be be caught in this in in word you know spell check is is going to check to see if it's a word but not if it's a word that makes sense in your essay students need to use their own voice this is a huge do you are 17 maybe 18 when you're writing this essay we do not expect you to sound like you're 
already a college professor. <laughs> you use your own voice. Appropriate words, of course. You're not texting me. Please capitalize the word I. This is something we're not seeing a lot. So use your voice. Um, you can use know help like a thesaurus but it's something that people overuse a lot and put in big long words that make no sense when a short normal word will will do uh another do i think is you have to write out anything students go to high school they're in their high school world they're in a club that club has an acronym but will a, a college advisor from a, a school across the country know what that club is? No. So you'll need to explain anything that isn't common knowledge and write out those um, abbreviations. And do get some help. You know, this is not having chat GPT write it. Lori, we'll get to that. <laughs> but it, <laughs> you should get some help. You would never submit something for publication or send an important memo at work without having another set of eyes read it. You know what you meant. It can be very difficult to proofread your own work. So do get a little help. Thank you so much. And Lori? So the do's and the don'ts tend to run together a lot. Um, <laughs> one of the do's for sure is, we, and we always recommend, read it out loud. Don't just proofread it by reading it read it out loud. Certainly have other people read it, but after a while, you're going to get a lot of more opinions than you can handle if you keep asking other people to read it. So at some point, you just have to say, these are my words. Um, as Kate said, don't overuse the thesaurus. You know, definitely explain things that we might not understand. Um, write it yourself. Do not have somebody else write your essay. Usually we will know but even if we don't know, I, I, most of the time, the, the best essays are not the ones that are necessarily, you know, use the, the largest words or the perfect grammar. They're, you can tell when they're, you know, from the heart, from somebody who is 17 years old. There are phrases that are not very commonly used by people who are 17 years old that we kind of think that doesn't really sound like a 17-year-old. So, you know, this is not, we're not looking to get you. We're just looking to learn about you. So just use that as an opportunity. Very important to make sure that you are not showing any bias and you're not being offensive in any way. Anything you write, you should be comfortable with your grandparents reading, your parents reading. Uh, this Try to be positive. You know, obviously there are things in your life that might've been negative that some students choose to write about and that's okay. Try to have a positive response, a, a bright outlook. Um, it just, again, those are the things that really stand out. Uh, and then as far as um, any other don'ts, I think those are the, the main ones. And as Kate said, you know, definitely answer the prompt. Um, if you are writing about an obstacle, write about what you have learned from it. If you haven't actually overcome it, at least have learned a lesson from it. Um, but just again, be yourself, uh, trust yourself, trust your voice. You know, I think another thing, students always feel like they can't write an essay unless they've survived some sort of trauma or there's some, mm. you know, <laughs> I did read an essay this year. Someone was in Haiti during the earthquake. You know, that thankfully, that is not most people. You can write a great essay without that. And as, as Lori mentioned, a lot of students do choose to write about very difficult uh, and, and sometimes very dark things. You know, we, we read about uh, there's a lot of anxiety and depression out there and that there you can write about whatever you want. This is this is your essay. But I think it's worth repeating what Laurie said about trying to be as positive as possible. If you write about something 
truly difficult and then leave your reader with the feeling that you are not really okay. You know, would it be okay? Should I admit you to my school? Which is more than five hours away from where you live <laughs> if you're on Long Island, uh, if, if you're telling me that, that things are really that dark. So it, it's something to think about because it is something we didn't think we could see more essays about anxiety and depression. And then COVID-19 happened and we are seeing even more. Right. Such a such a good point, Kate. And, you know, also keep in mind, you don't know who the reader is. So again, when talking about bias and anything offensive, uh, you just you keep in mind, you really don't know who's reading your essay. So you want to make sure that you're not only positive, but that you're writing in a way that nobody will take any offense at or find in any way inappropriate. Well, we really appreciate the insight and great pieces of advice. Be positive. Students, read it out loud and proofread. Don't just rely on spell check, right? Because as you guys mentioned, sometimes a word is a correct word, but not the word you intended in the essay. Obviously, it's important to answer the essay prompt. As you guys mentioned, the Common App allows you for seven prompts, and the seventh one is pick a topic of your own choice, which is always great, and stay within the 250 to 650 words. And I didn't know that if you wrote a, an essay with 660 words, that the last 10 words would actually be cut off. So that's great insight for students and parents to understand. So how can students strike a balance between showcasing their achievements and personal growth without coming across as boastful or self-centered in their essays? Lori, let's start with you on this one. So somebody once said to me that your resume is no place for modesty. And, and I think that's <laughs> true. I mean, you know, clearly, you know, you don't want to write that I'm the best at everything. But, you know, you, there are things that you're going to be really good at. And we want to hear about that. Be proud of what your achievements are. Be proud of your accomplishments. One of my favorite things that when I'm speaking to students, I like to ask them is, you know, tell me something that you're really proud of. Tell me an accomplishment that you're that really meant a lot to you. We want to hear that. This is what the purpose of the essay is. So please do not be <laughs> modest. I cannot tell you how often we look through an entire application, we see activities, we see the essay, and then we read a recommendation from a counselor that talks about all kinds of amazing things that a student has done, and it's nowhere to be found on their application, for, wow. on their essay, in their essay <laughs> or on their um, activity list. So take this as your opportunity to really share with us everything that you're proud of and everything that you do. We will not take it that you are being boastful. Awesome advice. Kate, same question. And the same answer, it's not the place to be modest. And there's a difference between, <laughs> you know, facts are facts. If you went to states in a sport, if you advanced in NISMA, you know, you're a musician, if you want, you know, placed in in any, you know, a spelling bee, whatever, whatever it is, that's a fact if, if you had some sort of award. So you're not bragging, you're just saying what happened. I mean, you don't need to say that everyone else was terrible. I mean, you're not putting <laughs> other people down. That wouldn't be a good thing to do. But it's okay to be proud of what you've accomplished. And, you know, this is the place to, to tell us about it and to give it some space. Because when you're filling out your activities on the common application, you, you have 10 spots. And yes, you can attach usually a resume or activity sheet for most schools. And that would give you a little more space. But if you've really done something incredible, you want us 
to read about that and take some time to read about it. We should mention, uh, we've talked about supplemental essays. I think we should also mention that there are other places in the application where you have an opportunity to write something. There is a, do you have a whole other 650 words called additional information on the common application? And there is this question that's still there this year called community disruption, sometimes called the COVID question. And that's up to 250 words because students sometimes do, their essays are really uh, a little muddy because they're trying to do too much. So let your essay be pure about what you want to tell us, tell your story, whatever that, that story is. But then if you need to tell us why your grades dipped sophomore year because something happened at home or in your life, or if you want to explain uh, an impact that, that COVID-19 had on you that, that wasn't experienced by all of us because we read that you do not need to fill those spaces they're optional. They truly are optional. But use those spaces if it can, if it will help tell your whole story and, and not muddy that essay. But I will say on that COVID question, we read a lot that students say they they were bummed because they couldn't hang out with their friends. And <laughs> yes, we understand that was true for all of us. But that's there's a difference between that and a student whose parents are first responders or who maybe lost uh, a family member to to that illness, um, you know, or they had to take on extra responsibilities at home because of what their parents' jobs were, right? So that, just a, a thought on those areas. Well, I'm glad you brought it up because it is important to create the entire picture for you. I'm glad you mentioned the additional information or the community disruption or COVID essay, because for example, as you said, Kate, if your grades dipped, it's very important to explain to the admissions representative why as opposed to leaving it to you, the reader, in the admissions office to speculate as to why, right? So if something like that happens, very important to put it somewhere in that application. And I'm sure the essay titled Additional Information would be the right place to explain it. So thank you so much for that. And of course, what Lori said, don't be modest, students. Don't be modest. You know, it's okay to brag in your college essay for sure. So I just wanna, yeah, please. Oh, sorry, I just wanted to add also that in addition to including additional information or special information in an essay or in you know a council recommendation, we are here. Reach out to us. If you have a specific situation and you're not sure how to let us know about it, reach out to us. We're happy to hear from you and help you out in situations like that. Well, I'm so glad that you said that. It's really the reason why we have the podcast, because I want students and parents to see just how accessible you are, right? And so I appreciate you saying that. Sure, students, if you have a question, especially if it's a question that is not so simple to find on a college's website, definitely reach out. As you know, the reps are very happy and willing and able to help you. So I really appreciate that. And what advice do you have for students who may feel overwhelmed or anxious about the college essay writing process? And how could they manage their time effectively and find inspiration for their writing? Kate, we'll start with you on this one. Great question. I, I think I talked about this a little bit before, but it, it bears repeating, right? I mean, how do you find the inspiration? If you're not feeling it or, or knowing what you want to write about, ask friends and family, read those prompts, uh, try to get inspired. I, you can go, there's some great resources out there. The, the College Essay Guys, an example, they're on YouTube or, you know, in, in any library, you can find some examples of essays. So, you know, you're not going to copy those essays. You're just going to read them and get some ideas and think about it might lead you in a direction that helps you start. Lori mentioned, you know, just 
start. Just write a bunch of different drafts. You're not handing anything in. As long as you're giving yourself enough time, you do not need to be overwhelmed or too anxious about this. There is plenty of time. It's a great use of some of your summer vacation to be or wherever <laughs> you're listening to this, you know, but it's never too early to start, but there are times when it's too late to start. So I think right. as long you won't feel too bad because and remember everyone does have a story. So focus on highlighting something that you think would be an, a, a good addition to your application. If you step back from your application and think, this is all these people are seeing about me. They're seeing my grades. They're going to hear about me from a teacher, maybe a counselor. I'm going to write down my activities. What's missing? You know, what, you know, what, what part of me, you know, are they getting a good sense of who I am or, or not? That, you know, the essay can be the thing that fills in that blank. This is a puzzle, right? The transcript's the biggest piece of the puzzle, but the essay is a really important piece and it's probably stressful because students have total control but turn that around and say wow this is an opportunity and this is great because i have total control and can tell my story well we appreciate that of course and laurie same question so i i think think about it as if you met somebody and they said so tell me about yourself and that's really what you're doing in your college essay so you know just to reiterate i definitely think don't fixate on finding the perfect topic. Start writing several different topics. I totally agree with Kate. There are so many books in the library that you can go and look at and just read sample essays. It's not that you're going to copy an essay. It's just sometimes you have absolutely no idea what do people write about? What are the things? What are the different topics? What are the different stories? And there are so many different things. The variety of things. I mean, yes, there are some that are more popular and you read a lot of, but the variety of different ideas that students have is incredible. And so just getting some of those ideas so you can launch from there. Um, and, and again, keep in mind, this is a process. It's not going to happen overnight. So take your time, start writing, put it away for a week. Don't think about it for a week. Come back to it. It's something is going to evolve. It really will evolve. And again, just, you know, tell me about yourself. Well, those are great pieces of advice. And this has been a phenomenal conversation, which leads us to the last question. And so the question is, is there a question that I didn't ask that you wish I had? Or is there a topic related to the college essay that just didn't come up in this conversation? In other words, what are your final thoughts or any other pieces of advice? Lori, we're going to start with you. So I think you covered it. Maybe Kate has uh, something in mind that I'm not thinking of. But I think, again, this is just, we are here. We are admissions counselors. We are not rejection counselors. We are looking for reasons to admit students. We want to get to know the students we are admitting. And this is one of the greatest ways that you can tell us about yourself. We're not looking to catch you in, in, in a mistake. <laughs> uh, if you had a spelling mistake, I mean, obviously try not to have spelling mistakes, but it's really not about that. It's just, again, your chance to speak to the person reading your application to tell to complete your story, to complete the puzzle, as Kate said. So, you know, try just try to enjoy this process. It's actually, I think, when students do finally get through their essays, they're usually pretty proud of them and pretty happy <laughs> that they got to tell their story. It's a great opportunity. So really, truly look at it as an opportunity. Thank you so much, Lori and Kate. 
Yeah, so I think sometimes students should ask themselves, why am I writing this essay? Are we doing it to make you suffer? No, we are not doing it. We are doing it because communicating effectively, being able to tell a story is really important. And no matter what you study at whatever college you go to, you will be taking English classes. You will need to write, even in, in math and science classes. And so it is very important to go through this process. The fun thing about the college essay is you don't have to write about, you know, the Boson Hicks, you know, so, you know, you're not writing about something. You're writing about you. You're writing about yourself. You are the expert. So I think that's important to remember. Uh, see it as, as, as something that, uh, you know, not everyone loves to write. Uh, you don't have to be the best writer. Sometimes people get very creative, but you do. everyone needs to be able to write effectively. This is not a middle school paper. You have a lot more freedom and license to do what you want. I read an application just the other day because SUNY week was rolling admissions. It was a poem. It was a really mm. deeply moving poem about something <laughs> the student had gone through. I was very impressed. Uh, most essays are not poems, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but they are stories. They are opportunities. I think, you know, keep your eyes on the prize, which is college is a phenomenal four years. There really is a college for everyone. You just need to stay on top of this process, you know, which includes keeping track of all the deadlines. But if you don't start on the essay, if you don't do, you will feel incredibly stressed out. So as long as you have something on paper, uh, you you can submit an application. I think just having a draft is really important because you may then have a, a moment of inspiration. You may throw out the, the, that first draft and write something that's really perfect. But I sometimes think that happens because you weren't you you weren't stressed out. You knew you had something, and then all of a sudden you come up with something even even better. So try I'll say try to have some fun with it. Well, that's terrific. Lori and Kate, this has been phenomenal. I am so happy, as I know, that this conversation is going to help so many students and their parents as they navigate through the process. Really appreciate both of you being here today. Thanks so much. Thanks so much for having us. My pleasure. Thank you. And good luck to everyone as you get ready for the college admissions process. Take care, everyone. Best wishes. Thank you for joining us on this episode of The Cap, the College Admissions Process Podcast. We hope you enjoyed the show. If you did, please don't forget to tell a friend and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and wherever you listen to your podcasts. I am your host, John Durante, and I look forward to seeing you on the next episode of The Cap.